are listening to the podcast version of our D&D game that we play live on YouTube every two weeks while inhaling craft beers, or in my case, generic lagers. I'm Lisa Newsom. I play the foolish but optimistic bard on Homebrew Quest, and thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. As famed dungeon master Samuel Beckett once said, my mistakes are my life. A DM's mistakes are canon. Hey, hey, and welcome to Homebrew, the show where we avoid the crushing dullness of everyday life using our two favorite forms of escapism, alcohol and Dungeons and Dragons. Speaking of alcohol, Wes, you need to go get some beers. I get out of here, beer. buddy. Go get yourself please, some beers. Please drink in my absence. We will. We'll introduce ourselves to the beers this week. Uh, I'll start. I have in front of me, in my little tankard of joy, a beer from Sleeve Boom, Sleeve Bloom Brewing Company called Rising Moon, uh, which is quite apt because we're in a kingdom of werewolves. Uh, Paul, what are you drinking tonight? Just cola. That's it. Just cola. You're fired. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have anything. Next, next stream, I'm gonna have a plethora of loads of cool stuff. By which I mean, That's I'm right. gonna have, you know, beers. So, <laughs> this we don't have to drink in the show, and we don't have to drink beers in the show. It's just, uh, it's just the main conceit of the entire stream. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Akilin. You took a swig of something. What's that? I am drinking a um, dot brew Teeling's. Uh, whiskey beer thing that they've they joined up with Teelings um, and made well let's see what's what's it say pale ale aged in awesome Teeling Irish single malt with white port barrels there you go so yeah it's it's, it's pretty nice I figured I should you know be supporting the old local Irish uh, whiskey distilleries and uh, and I like Dot Brew um, they've done some interesting stuff so it sounds like it might be strong yeah it's like six point two percent. Uh, but I have some rat. I have a rattler because it's rattler season. Rattler time, everyone! Everyone, you should know at this stage. Set your watches to rattler time. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's the most important time of the year. Uh, I had a lot more rattlers, but I already drank all of them. I had them in preparation for the stream. I was excited, but it was too nice. Out. <laughs> it's been like. Compared to the rest of the world, it hasn't been like super hot. But for Ireland, it's been unbearably hot for for us pasty, pale Irish uh, complexions. Wes, you're back. Um, what did you get from where you went? You don't have to tell us where you went. I can only assume <laughs> it was a beer dimension. I went to the beer dimension, which I call my fridge. Sometimes it has food as well. And I got my old classics, the Lagunitas Daytime, because I have to keep a clear head. Well, clear head. It's booze, but it's light and fresh. I've never been hung over in this stuff. And I'm up early tomorrow, so that's my main plan. In fact, I think I'll be more hydrated by the end of the episode. So, yeah, the natural heat in your room will mm-hmm. have to be offset by the beer. Do let us know what you're drinking in the sidebar if you're watching live. And if you're drinking under the table, leave a little comment. We do have some drinks that were posted into our Discord. We have a Discord, people. Um, so we know that Freak Show is being drank out there in the audience by Flying Monkey. They are a North American brewery. Um, but enough about the beers. People are demanding adventure. Before we get to the adventures, those I'm demanding announcements. <laughs> Wes is looking after the stream, so I'll look after his announcements. To continue with the community corkboard on July 31st, Romancing the Dungeon, 
uh, or D8 Dungeon on social media are running a 30, sorry, a 30, a 24 hour, clearly I don't know how many hours are in any day, no, uh, a 24 hour stream. <laughs> It's a 20-hour Hibernia stream. So they're running a 24-hour charity stream, of which um, I'll be playing in, Wes will be playing in. We'll be running a game at 6 a.m. Irish time. So, like, if you're in North America, take five to eight hours off that. If you're um, to the east of us, add some hours onto that. Um, but you can catch us there. And if you follow us on social media, <laughs> I was about to say, if you follow us on the socials, um, you will know that we've just launched our Obsidian Portal giveaway. So check out at HomebrewQuest on Twitter for all the details on how you can win a year of the Ascendant membership. That's where you can store all your DM notes, all your player notes. You can schedule the game. You can like set little events so no one ever misses a, a session. Scheduling is the greatest challenge in any tabletop uh, group. So this takes the hassle out of that. But you can check that out on our social channels. That's it. I just did a whistle stop tour. I figured let's not uh, let's not beat around the brew any longer. Are we excited? Are we ready to play some fucking D and D? It's gonna be good. Nice. Yeah. I can. I, feel I, like can... I came in here and you guys. Okay. It's the heat. <laughs> I'm real happy because I'm not hosting, so I actually get to pay attention a hundred percent and not like seventy five percent and twenty five percent of the chat and everything I else. I'm happy about that. Well, that's that's worse. You shouldn't have announced that, Paul, because now, you know, we're expecting you to be better than you have been in the past. If yeah, you're yeah. not as entertaining, if not more so than yeah, I am. You need to be at least 25% more entertaining. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy. Coming in with the big guns. You'll notice uh, Lucy isn't here. Lucy is away on holidays. Lucy, as you can imagine, um, she said this before on stream. She's a wedding photographer, and weddings weren't really happening for a while. So she got chock a block busy, and she's taking her holidays when we can get, when she can get them, which we are in favor of here in Homebrew. As we as you know, we do this in our spare time every two weeks. So Lucy won't be joining us, but thankfully Iggy's in a coma. <laughs> it's almost like we knew she'd be gone. Um, so, without further ado, if you are watching and drinking, grab yourself a drink, pull up a chair as we dive into a world where anything is possible, but not always probable. Welcome back to the realm of Hibernia and Arlington. Um, you have enough on your plate, but let's slam some more meat down on the, for those bones. What's the story, man? What's going on? Uh, well. In our previous episode, uh, we finally arrived in the town of Asri, which is full of werewolves who are very friendly and receptive to us, and they enjoyed us, and they had us for a, they had us for a nice meal and some drinks, uh, and we montaged some of our plans for dealing with Rua. Um, Arlington's started building an army. I think we said we'd be four weeks doing that, just going around using uh, Tig's teleportation circles, hitting places we've been to before trying to um whip up some uh whip up an army um randir i forget if randir started this or was saying he was going to start putting together some like artificer materials that would be extremely powerful but i i don't I forget did we end up making checks for those did that work remind me so got some I, potions yeah yeah I, I put potions together and i'll also be helping in the scrying device yes yes which, uh, now, Hulk, you were you were about to interrupt Arlington. Why uh, is did something you say uh, ring a bell for you in his well, in his recap? Well, in his recap, he said he did four four weeks of uh, raising an army. We have less than four weeks before the end of the world. 
And and I think, I mean, yeah, we had a month at the start of this. We've lost track of all time. And um, even if it's only been a day, uh, we have less than four weeks. I think he said he was doing three weeks. I still think that's a mad amount of time. But I think uh, I think the montage way it worked, as I understood it, is it's kind of in spare time. It's not like, you know, it's not like we're going to jump immediately to three weeks from now when the world might end and Arlington will be standing there. Yeah, I mean, I was I wasn't presuming I was like out of commission for the for the rest of the campaign. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but three weeks. I think yeah. I think I was corrected for three weeks back then. But that was a, that was an even more fun correction because that brought me right back to primary school, and the teacher was like, mm-hmm. "And who can tell me why he's wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> well, what we said is that we would jump forwards um, a week, and what ended up being eight days. Um, but that in the background in episodes, Arlington does have this sort of downtime plan to raise an army. So, so in terms of chronologically, if anyone's keeping track. If you are watching and you're you know when in the month countdown they are, we're only please tell us eight days. <laughs> yeah. It's it's If anyone's paid attention or is in chat now, just tell us how many days it's actually been. That'd be great. Hmm? <laughs> I have a I have a list, but uh, the whole reason of making no days transpire and giving them exactly thirty days is it's I'm terrible at riddles, but I've given the players one riddle. Keep track of time. <laughs> Yeah, it's but more of a maths problem. And, it, uh, and, invented, and it invented several montages and also a 20-hour day. Yeah, a 20-hour t- day <laughs> and we get increasingly drunk each day. <laughs> if this halfling boards a train in Inish Bay and this halfling boards a train in Sleep Gem and they're travelling at... Um, sorry, Arlington, continue. <laughs> um, information will be more important than, uh, than we all seem to react to is that Rua's full name is Maeve Rua. I feel like that's going to be important at some point. I, I'm I'm banking on a, you know, knowing a wizard's true name and all that kind of stuff, um, because I know for a fact Ben loves his old school fantasy. So I'm hoping that'll play in. Um, and then we didn't start acting it out yet, but uh, Hook has some plans to do some dimension fuckery um, along the lines of messing with one of the many personalities in Arlington, possibly banishing one part of it to another plane. Um, we didn't really get to uh, to play that one out because I think I think Ben had to do some research in the background on that one, which is understandable. Uh, and I'm trying to think. Yeah, Iggy was working on the scrying stuff, wasn't she? Iggy yeah. Is... So, so the plan for Iggy was that she, with the help of Tig and Randir, um, would some way so that so that Rua, who was her biologically blood mother. Uh, couldn't scry on you anymore. And that's how Rua had sort of been au fait uh, with your plans and how Ted um, was able to kind of like track you all the time and just turn up wherever. Yeah, so every time we've had some planning sessions, we've had to evict Iggy from the premises, which uh, can't really, isn't sustainable. She also, she's bound not to help you plan either. Yes, she can't can't intentionally help us. So that's been interesting as well. And in the game, she, her character is also tied to not help us. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> this well, is why we don't take on stream. Yeah, gloves come off. I see how it is. That's pretty much it. Uh, Iggy did read her book. She read The Tomb of Leadership and Influence, and there were some potions made. There was a little bit of tomfoolery with a chaos table, but ultimately, um, where we pick up is that Iggy has fallen into 
an arcane slumber. The ritual or the ceremony went to separate an aspect of her out of herself um, was successful. The part where, where you think Rua might be scrying into and you trapped it in a sort of mime, mind prism. So this sort of forest green swirling mist is trapped in this um, mind prism. Uh, and if you shine a light through it, it will, it will kind of do a greenish rainbow, uh, Pink Floyd or science wise. So Iggy's in this slumber and she is, you're in the Kingdom of Osprey. You all have beds set up in the East Wing where they keep their guests. And she's propped up in one of those guest chambers um, where you've all been saying, Tyga said he'll watch over her. So he said, you know what, Hooks Punks, don't worry about it. I have some healing magic. I'll watch over Iggy. And you, last you left, he was sort of patting her forehead with a sort of cloth and occasionally casting healing magic to keep her strength and spirits up. She is almost completely still, except there's very slight movement just beneath her eyelids, as if she's caught in sort of a mental battle within her mind. And it's to be expected because separating out an aspect of what makes you you it, it's going to take its toll in, on the body goat who you kidnapped from sleeve gem said he promised if he if he was like go back to sleeve gem to get his wagon and all that kind of stuff he'd come help you and he did so he's come back with his wagon of artificial materials and he's he's brought citro dwyer citro dwyer was very confused as to why goat disappeared for uh, almost a couple of days and locked her in the shop when he left um, and they collectively, Ghost and more so Citra, because she is a herbologist, said about helping Tyg concoct a couple of elixirs and potions to keep Iggy's strengths up. You know the ritual was a success, but the effects and the consequences of that magic have sort of yet to be seen. We don't know what long ritual feels like, to borrow a phrase from our real pandemic-y world. Um, it's just, I was just going to say, there's a lot of overlap there. I was like, we don't need to roleplay a pandemic. It's just too early to know the long-term effects on this ritual. <laughs> there are five There are five different versions you can get. Some of them, it's one ritual, one go. Sometimes you might have to do a ritual and wait four weeks. But please get a ritual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Contact your local apothecary and say, ritual <laughs> yeah. me up, baby. Um, Hook, you, we didn't get around to your montage event. Um, part because of time and partly because it was so incredible that I, we want to do it justice. It is in those following days after Iggy falls into that sort of uh, arcane slumber. That was day five of the montage. And we know for a fact that by day eight, she meets her dad in an enclave. So sometime within, that's just the way the time worked in the episodes. We know that. So sometime in those three days is where your montage event will take place. And if you could remind us what you were thinking of doing. Yeah, so I'm trying to um, banish uh, specifically Aramon, because Arlington, as, as we've, we've discovered, uh, is, is sort of three characters in the one head, um, somewhat bleeding into one another, but uh, I don't know all about that. Uh, so my plan is we need to talk to the old uh, divine entities. Uh, as we did before. I think it was the astral plane, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, that they were on. Yeah, astral and plane is where, when your wild magic would kind of go haywire, that's yeah. where you bamfed both Arlington and Quail. Kale? Quail. So Quail. We, know it, we know it's possible for me to tell, to send someone to that plane, first of all. Mm-hmm. Then 
normally how banishment works is you either banish someone to a random plane that they're not from, if they're from the plane that you're banishing them from, uh, or if they're from a different plane when you banish them, then they'll go back to their plane and they won't ever come back. Um, but the For the audience's point of view, I'm just going to read banishment um, verbatim. So, and uh, while I'm reading, more of that. We, we never really read the spells out in full and we really yeah. should. <laughs> So I'm going to do I'm going to do it for the audience's benefit and for your benefit, Keelan, as a player to kind of listen closely, because to give you a little peek behind the curtain, I as your DM, I have figured out a solution to this. There is a way that you could do this, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to read the rules of banishment. You take your time and tell me how you go about achieving this. I have a couple of questions for you as well, just so I know the limitations and uh, anyone Take a step out of the role play of the game right now. You're, you're Paul, Wes, and Keelan, D&D players. That's what we're dealing with. Um, so anyone can help out in solving this as a sort of metagamey roundtable open talk sort of way. So this is this is banishment. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw Ben's Ben's post on Reddit recently of how do I get my player to stop role playing and start metagaming? <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just don't know how to min-max the way I need them to to save the world. Uh, so banishment is a fourth level spell and it, it requires a material component which is an item that is distasteful to the target that, that's important as well and this is how the, the spell works you attempt to send one creature that you can see within range to another plane of existence the target must succeed on a charisma saving throw or they get banished if the target is native to the plane of existence you're on in which case arlington and the material plane you banish the target to a harmless demiplane. So it's not a random plane, it's a specifically a harmless demiplane. While there, the target is incapacitated. The target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target reappears in the space it left or the nearest unoccupied space, if that space is now occupied. If the target is native to a different plane of existence than the one you're on, the target is banished with a faint popping noise, returning to its home plane. If the spell ends before one minute has passed, the target reappears in the space or unoccupied space, et cetera, et cetera. Otherwise, the target doesn't appear. So you might remember from a couple episodes ago, Hook was able to banish some hags back to the material plane because they were from the material plane. That is the, that's the spell. I have a couple of DM questions for you, Keelan. Uh, it's a fourth level spell. So just for the purpose of this montage, how many fourth level spells can you cast in a day? Don't worry about sorcery point swap or in just base level. What's your okay. what's your ability? Uh, three, three, and let's add on one or two more trial attempts. Just if we're assuming that there's some sorcery point swapping happening. Yeah, no, there can be. Yeah, I mean, I can I can cast it. Uh, wait, sorry, it's a fourth level spell. I can also cast it twice as a fifth level spell, like if I needed to. Cool. Um, nice, nice, nice. So. Uh, and that's something I in in D D that your spell can expand to fill the the level. Of a, like you can always cast a spell at a higher level, I think it just expands into that spell slot, and and of course you can target additional creatures. Yeah. Um. When you do do that, so what you know about Arlington is he is native to, uh, so Grudge the bugbear is native to the material plane. Arlington, the sort of Venn diagram of Grudge and Eremon, is on the material plane. Eremon is is an elf, so he he's. He's what you'd call like a landed resident of the astral plane, being a high king. Like he hasn't done a citizenship test yet, but like given enough kingly goods, he might become a citizen of that. He might yeah. become a native of that plane. Um, but when he officially dies, 
he's sort of in this weird limbo at the moment, living in Arlington. Uh, he will travel to a place called Magmel. You know this because you're a Fenian warrior, so you know a little bit about the plains and sort of rituals. And, and way back when, when you buried the backwards bastard, you did a sort of funeral ritual to help him travel onto this place called Magmel, which is the Irish version of like Elysium or Valhalla. And mm. that's where his eternal rest awaits. Uh, gods themselves reside in the astral plane or Turnano, and mortals go to Magmel. Mm. Okay. Um, I did, I did, I mean, you, you mentioned the component, usually with the component side of things, I have, uh, what's it called? Uh, I have a focus, so that's why mm-hmm. components don't come up often in my spells. Um, but the component could be the way, um, to specifically isolate Eremon. So it would be something that's distasteful to Eremon, which is probably just Arlington himself, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um so I'll, I'll i'll ask wes for what his idea might be as to what aramon might find uniquely distasteful um that arlington and Rudd both wouldn't there is I... there is the other concern here where um i do have yeah i can make you come back within a minute you've got about a minute that my hope is that on the astral plane uh time differently at my door. Uh, ignore that. Um, time operates differently. And time uh, police, open up. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you trying to do? Um, uh, yes, the plain old dev- police. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, we're gonna hope that because otherwise you'll only have a minute there. You know, it'll be a lot of a hullabaloo for 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 nothing. But hopefully you'll be able to because I don't I, I don't want to trap Aramon back in the astral plane either forever you know so i'm that gonna have to try to bring you back if it works at all i'm gonna have to try to bring you back within a minute's time my world time because uh, otherwise you might stay there forever or just aramon would stay there forever and i imagine that would destroy much of what you've done in the past <laughs> oh this is gonna be so dodgy you could literally just be like oh yeah you know how you're super powered now God. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Also, just, I performed just to, surgery on Wes. Just to make sure we're all completely clear, we are sending the character with. Uh, let's see. What's my uh, charisma? Minus one in charisma to go mm-hmm. to another plane and and beseech help from the gods. I'm, I'm happy to try. I'm not very persuasive. Yeah. You see, the, you put yourself in the role of raising the army, so you're already yes, on that. I did. Did. You're already I'm trying to use goal. my strength for it. I'm just saying, be prepared that I'm going to try okay, and well, persuade with athletics. <laughs> we have time, um, and technically, is this is a montage thing? It can roll into Paul. How amenable are you to perhaps a charisma potion? Um, is that a possibility, Ben? Do you think that's a possibility? Do, does, uh, Anything's possible. Cool. It's just not if, always if, it's still, if it's still all um, montage time, what if I'm going to plan this and this time to discuss it with my does um punks then we could try I, to come up with any time consuming uh charisma books so before we go any further just uh just for the audience i'm going to set a scene you've, you've taken over one of the smaller um sort of mess halls or like banquet halls of the kingdom of ossery you've kind of pushed aside the tables and turned them into chalkboards and you're now like red string chalk out like plans around trying to figure out this puzzle so we're kind of in this weird castle classroom situation so that's what we're picturing randier you know scratching his head scratching his beard 
Arlington shuffling awkwardly on his feet, not really too sure about this sort of plain old <laughs> exposition. And Hook, uh, the glint of a madman in his eyes. So that's that's where <laughs> we're full Charlie Day. Like question: Do we have access to any lightning? It just helps. Uh, oh, I could do it. <laughs> you do find a flyer that says uh, the 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 Hill Valley clock <laughs> stopped on <laughs> this day at this time. But aside from that, you're like, oh, this is rubbish. What could we do? Oh uh, yeah. Um, only, what, yeah. We've 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 become quite quite pally with the with with the locals here. I could ask King Farduk if um if he has any um sort of uh, apothecaries of him of his his own or or artificers that could work along with Randier. Because if we could get, I, I it seems like I'm the one we need to send on this thing. Um, I, if if I, uh, there's us, I'm not much on potions, but if we can, if there's one that sort of inverts one's traits um so i could sort of trade my muscles for you know linguistic skills temporarily i i have i i believe i've just uh, come up with the idea i mean at first i thought i'll just get him drunk <laughs> that should raise his charisma <laughs> um but my tequiling potion i need to double check what i can do um i can give that to you but we need you to attune to so again, in montage time, I'd give it to you like three days ago. Um, what does that do again? It does lot. I've never used it. Um, oh, but I know that. Predominantly, it raises your charisma <laughs> and lowers your ability to do other stuff. Um, okay. It's, it's it's basically tequila, um, but also um, brilliant. So let me just pull it up because I have it. Um, I don't know if this is like cutting a corner narratively, but if you need to have something that... Iraman and Arlington dislike, and I need to drink this potion. I I don't think either of them have ever drank tequila before. It's pretty strong. <laughs> that could be the thing they hate. That could be the That's... catalyst that, like you know, drink the shot and then disappear. Yeah, I mean, I think what I need to do is that's the weird thing is I think I need you. I think I need Grud and, and Arlington probably to like it. Um, I, I, oh right, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, because you're only. Banishing. I do want to send all of you, but if it doesn't work, if I don't specifically target Aramon, um, um, then then I'm just going to banish you to a random plane. Could be the plane of snakes. Um, in which case, only Samuel L. Jackson will be able to save you. Um, <laughs> but uh, Aramon hate that the other two would like. Yeah, that's that's what oh, you, that's, that's your oh. wish. Okay, well, I've that's that's easy. Um, I think Aramon hates being dirty. Oh, um, I was gonna say. And and Grud is like, you know, when a dog rolls around on a dead fish, that's Grud. And Arlington is like, he is loath to admit it, but he is he, he has it's less that he likes being gross, he just has poor personal hygiene. He he's like, Oh shit, it's been a week since I've showered. I didn't even realize. He showers because it's a social norm, not because he's like, Oh, I could do with a shower. Whereas Iramon is like, ew, I touched dirt. Ew, gross, 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 gross. <laughs> okay, well, filthy I can do. I also, I have here, so I can read out um, the Please thing. Please do, because it, this was created by Ash Minnick, who plays Ted on the show. Uh, and it's a, cre- it's a homebrew item, and it's so good. It's really useful. I actually, like, I should use it regularly, but um, uh, I haven't. Either way, this is the perfect time for it. Um, so, the the... The flavor is the tequila. No, uh, the flavor text is tequiling potion is not for everyone, but those that enjoy it really, really enjoy it. Of course, that's the time that my phone turns off. Um, 
Only the attuned user can pour this liquid. Anyone can drink the poured liquid. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. First of all, mm -hmm. I can just give you the potion. Um, the bottle appears to be empty to anyone who's not attuned to this item. The attuned magic can pour up to five ounces a day. That's another advantage of having Ash do things. This is an ounces. I don't know what that means. Um, kind of this is what happens when we have American guests. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, okay, five ounces. That, I'm going to guess that that's like five cans. Um, in which case, you can do the <laughs> Five cans. It's, let's just say it's five shots that you could do a party's worth. Okay. I, know, I think five ounces is like one shot, maybe. Okay, well, for, luckily for each ounce you drink, you gain a temporary effect for one hour. So mm, that should hopefully carry us. Uh, you get a charisma increase of 1d4. A dexterity is set to 1d12 plus 3. So it'll change your dexterity stat. Uh, your HP is increased 1d6 plus 2. Um, and your performance, persuasion, insight, animal handling checks are all rolled with advantage. Acrobatics, stealth, perception, investigation, all disadvantage. Uh, so this, you this is basically what I've described. described. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, that was, I completely forgot about that. That was pure food. How have we not been using that? That's so good. It's, it's you phenomenal. You haven't used any yeah. of the items Ash gave you, really. I know. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I, I used my, my, my Gobby Protex thing. You did, yeah. You not for its intended purpose. Long time, but um, I haven't had a potion. That sounds ideal. Yeah, temp temporary state, the drinker has an excessive amount of unearned confidence, which I think is what we actually need to give, be giving Aramon, a little yeah. a little boost to tequila. To, so um, if, I drink, if you drink two ounces, you'll get all of the boost for two hours. It's cumulative. That's okay, not a so more, more shots just prolong it. So if I give you five shots of tequila before we banish you, and that'll help. Um, as anyone who, knows, anyone who knows teleportation, well, it'll only, you'll only have a minute, but if you have more time in your time, if time operates differently on the astral plane, I'd rather you had five hours. I also like the idea of you being five shots of tequila in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I just need five shots of tequila before I go on a diplomatic mission to the gods of ancient times. If, ever, if anyone else knows teleportation, you always need to have a healthy amount of alcohol to um, to buffer the old um, process. Yeah. So you don't um, so why Picard is always pissed. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't be getting into a teleportation machine without being drunk because it's like mm -hmm. terrifying, you know. Captain's log is just how many drinks they've had. Yeah, just to know, he's always like, he's always demanding his first shot. He's like number one, and then no one brings him a fucking drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the other thing is, yeah, because the teleporter, you know, it's probably the Federation probably get it to like get all the booze out of you. It teleports all the booze out of you when you're drunk. Mm -hmm. when you go into it, so it leaves it behind. Yeah, yeah. That's um, why everyone you never see it, but like O'Brien's always mopping up because a, a bunch of alcohol just falls to the floor. Like, <laughs> well, what do you think that little phase material is? Yeah. That's just mm -hmm. liquid. Uh, uh, that's alcohol. Yeah, that's alcohol. In the teleporter room. It's eleven. And then O'Brien bottles it, being Irish and Colomini. He bottles it and and, and resells yeah. it. Fork. So it turns that's out what, that's, that's what Romulan ale is. It's yeah. It's essentially just a, a, a yeah, Federation like, sweat and booze. Yeah. yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. They, they, they use people as casks. Like it's been aged for two and a half hours. <laughs> and it's the only reason it's called Romulan Human ale. Aged. Is, yeah. It's because it, the Romulans have the most alcohol in them. Yeah. It's Picard than, being like, a Frenchman means that it's wine barrel aged because he's essentially just covered in wine all the time too. So his yeah, his yeah. Romulan ale is mwah, like it's a limited season. It's the only way you can get real alcohol, and so that synthahol or whatever it is they drink. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Much as I'm enjoying this new Star Trek podcast we've started, <laughs> what is what is what is the plan once I get to this place? Like, am I just going to try? I mean, I'm, I realize I'm loath to this state of character, but at the same time, let's get some progression done. Arlington, roll a um, roll a history check with advantage. A history check. See, I'm mm. guessing. I'm guessing that we just. I'm guessing that you probably probably tell the the uh, deities that you know Rua is doing this because. Weren't they ones who banished her away from the? Yeah, so, so we fill them in on what's going on. It's like, yeah, yeah. Rue is trying to fuck up the material plane because yeah. you guys banished her away from her plane. Best uh, best option is they just deal with her and the whole thing is sorted. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll deal with it. And then, like, all I of feel them. like that's unlikely to happen. That's just bad storytelling. I'm nothing just, I'm saying, <laughs> well, I'll throw out my notes then, shall I? <laughs> I'm I'm saying you know as characters that's our ideal that's our goal you know yeah. ultimately if the gods want to step in but we're all realistic it's you just know. Fing- fingers crossed for an old Deus Ex Machina that would be handy but it's a nine on my history check by the way so I don't think I glean much with advantage wow mm. um, oh, with that... the advantage excuse me sorry yeah. I'm not used to having advantage on these things that is seventeen oh. seventeen nice nice. And so, Arlington, you think back, you've met the gods. Um, yes. And one of the last things the gods said to you was, um, here's how to get in touch if you need to get in touch with us. Um, what you can't remember is the... <laughs> Should have rewatched the, that episode. What you can't <laughs> remember is the here's, the here's how. <laughs> you just know that they did give you a device to contact them. Did they? They, they gave you a way to Manly McLear because you carry his shield. Yeah. Was like you're my champion, buddy. Um, if you need me, just call. Uh, and I might have taken him more figuratively than literally. There, <laughs> I thought I, it was like oh, I'll no. always be with you, kind oh, of thing. Man. It's going to be so <laughs> sweet to me if it turns out that you have a fucking phone number of I, a person, yeah. <laughs> whereas Keelan just spent two weeks trying to figure out how he could bamf you to another plane. I'm getting I, you drunk uh, with yep, tequila, and I'm bamfing you. You know? I fully thought that was a figurative. I'll always be with you. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I had a vague memory, but it was like, you know, they were like, "Come back when you're, you know, more my champion. When, when you're better." Um, in case, say that. Um, yeah. Technically, is better. Has yeah. sort of awakened Eremon. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. He's he's now taking them up on their word. Like, I um, was going to suggest yeah. going to the one that you're the uh, you're the paragon for. Okay. Well, then we can. How about we try and contact? And if they say no, then we send me to the to the astral sea, and I beat them up. Is it is it a guess that the shield is the useful thing, or is it uh, actual remembered knowledge? Well, let's try. Okay. Um, do I have any? I want to yes. try and activate the shield as a communication device. Like, mm-hmm. I guess call his name or something. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna. I think, pray, pray to the shield the, in the. Yeah, in the middle of this school banquet hall we've uh, fashioned together. I'm going to like thrust the shield up in the air like He-Man style and like uh, bellow the name of the gods and have it like echo around the dinner hall and then like eyes are closed but then like one eye opens a little bit just to be like, eh? <laughs> give, give us for, for Foley for sound effects and even for, for Lucy to kind of edit in if she does, you'll, if you're listening to the podcast yeah. and she hasn't done this, <laughs> you know, uh, give us, give, what, what does that sound like? Uh, Okay. In in Arlington's voice, 
he says, uh, I, Iramon, son of Milispania, uh, demand an audience with the gods. And I, like, punch the shield so it goes, bong, and then hold it up. So it's got this, like, resonating sort of gong sound effect. Nice. And for the audience, and just for you guys as players, um, I have decided uh, about six months ago that I will be an unreliable narrator. So anything I've said in previous episodes, I don't remember. Uh, and I don't rewatch this. Um, I don't even take notes. Um, so if the shield was the thing, it, it maybe you're misremembering it. Mm. <laughs> uh, maybe it's the, the characters who were constantly drunk. So uh, it could have been the shield. I don't. I don't know. I if, if shield makes the most sense. Things, if we have to wreck shield, it, makes, shield makes the most a sense. lot of sense. But uh, I'm going to say that anything could have been the the item here. You're saying the shield, uh, and we're going to leave it to the fate of the dice. So uh, if you'd made a note saying it's definitely the shield, I'd give it to you. Uh, it's not my job to remember these things. Ooh. So I'm going to be an unreliable DM oh. and oh, say roll a religion check. Oh, God. Also, um, yeah. Oh, uh, that's a it's, three. An it's an interesting prayer. Um, can I give him the tequila? Just... I mean, I've already rolled. Yeah, oh, before... I, can, I, I can give you Flash of Genius as a reaction thing before. Mm-hmm. I mean, you all heard that I got a three before you started jumping on and trying to help me out. I got a three. <laughs> just I don't want to start wasting resources on a shitty roll. My thing is just long rest, so. I, I just wanted to give you all the drinks of the tequila potion, one, to make you drunk, and two, so that if the gods did immediately take you up and this did succeed, you won't be there without any charisma. Yeah, if they if they tune in, it's like, yes, speaking, I'll be like, oh, one token, hold on. Um... Yeah, it's a difficult one. Yeah, I suppose the the trade off. I'll give you all of the tequiling I can. Can I? Yeah, yeah. There's no like. There's no. It lasts for an hour, so there's no harm in having it. You know that um, even if it is the shield, the manner in which you tried to activate it didn't work. Right? I was going to say it seemed a bit rude. I'm not going to speak to yeah. him about his gods or anything else, but demanding. I mean. It wasn't just me, right? It was a little bit rude. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't wouldn't even work on a fae, and I can't Um, imagine... (laughs) I wasn't sure. I was just trying to lead with with confidence. I'm not very charismatic. Flip the shield around and give it a little, like, rap-a-tap-tap. I'm knocking up. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) The guy's here. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, no, but there is a tiny man who lives in your shield, just for fun. <laughs> he, turns the light on. he turns the light on and off when you open the shield. And- <laughs> yeah. It's his one job to pull the light. It's a living. It's a tiny... Uh, sorry, I love this too much. It's a tiny lighthouse owner, and the shield for him is a tiny lighthouse, and that Manamaclear is god of the sea, so this it's... It's not a magical shield. It's just there's a tiny man who lives in your shield and he turns on the light. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a really, like, woolly jumper, you know. Mm-hmm, big, mm-hmm. big beard and a got one of those, like, seal skin jackets if it's raining. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, Little I Wes a, Anderson hat. I need a name for this guy. I need a name. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. If only I've we got, had an entire mechanic for naming characters. I have a... Uh, I had handsome a, Jack. Damn it. What about Mary name. Tiller? He tills the sea. Ah, Mary Tiller. I had the perfect name, but that I think I had a can that was in the fridge. Uh, well. well, let's call Tilly. him I like Mary Tilly. Tilly. I like Tilly. Tilly, Tilly yeah. the lighthouse owner. Tilly's good. Yeah. Named Tilly, after the small man who lives in my shield. Mm, nice. If anyone's, if there's anyone, are, any artist out there, they should definitely draw a shield with a with a lighthouse and a man living in it, or mm-hmm. Tilly living in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I should tell the audience about this. I'm drinking a dry hop saison. Um, it's always a shock when people like Cezanne's. I quite like 
So they're a little bit weird. Um, but Mary Tiller. I had to Google it, even though my job is a writer. What a tiller does. Turns out they just prepare the land for seeds. I thought yeah. they were like... Yeah, tilling, tilling the land is like the... Yeah, but, but you, you know, when you think like a tiller, I thought a like cooper and and potter. and, and like oh, tillers. Wait, is tiller I, thought, I, I is thought you were going to say they work in retail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding! Um, so shield didn't okay. work, but you did meet Tilly. Um, okay, cool. Good day, sir! I mean, I'm all ready for the ban thing. Um, but, I mean, we could just continue down the... I mean, empty yeah. your pockets. <laughs> can I what other magical devices have I forgotten that I own? <laughs> like telekinesis, I'm upset yeah, <laughs> I wish Make I a bully tell. check. Yeah, yeah, make a bully oh, roll to see if you can... Uh, I don't think I have anything that's like that'll that'll give me the ability to levitate him and turn him upside down and rattle his pockets. Telekinesis is a thing, but but you don't. Have yeah, it. but I don't think I have it. No. <laughs> you don't uh, have it. Is there not really a, is fire a, is a thing, but you can't do it. Is there not a really powerful artificer who might be able to tell us if some kind of deity or can, like astral's connection is with oh, an item? Actually, um, uh, you're you're familiar with with. Arcane artifacts, are you not? You're you're pretty dab hand with them. What, what do you make of this shield? Uh, can I do? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll take a look at it. Um, I was going to suggest find any hidden hidden clasps or buttons or 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 perhaps some features that I'm missing. Emergency uh, phone. Um, yeah, I guess I, I'll kind of look into it. Um, yeah, make a uh, up to you. I, I don't mind either investigation or arcana. Okay, I'm definitely doing an investigation because it's an ace. Okay, cool. Come on. I got 23. Nice. nice. Yeah, you learn a lot about the shield. It's made from um, driftwood, sort of like oak that has crumbled from a ship into the sea and then kind of rocked up on the shore and then has been sort of sanded and forged and folded into a shield and then carved in the symbol of Manon and McLear, which is the, the sort of Triscale. Uh, which fun fact, audiences, audience and fans of the show will know that was myself and Wes's school crest. Um, uh, it, it is, you learn uh, that it is Tilly, uh, Mary Tiller, the lighthouse man who seems to turn on the light and turn off the light anytime when crucial uh, piece of information. This shield is of the material plane, but it does make you think if you could find something from the astral plane as a sort of keystone focus, um, and Keggy's there beside you, you in, with, with 23, which is a great role, you get the feeling if you could build all this talk of like nautical sea gods, etc. if you could build some sort of like construct suit with a sort of gemstone keystone focus from the astral plane, you could try banish Arlington in the suit Banishing that, everyone would go. Neon Genesis is Evan Arlington. Oh. <laughs> <He's the robot. laughs> Someone who could help. Actually, you know, yeah, Paul's got a use. All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, Arlington, uh, did you not get uh, like a wee uh, amulet or a necklace or, you know, trinket, doodad? From the old divine that's they're not a here's an old Triskelion for you, you know. I, I have very little things in my inventory, but 
by design. Did you get a thing and then not write it into your inventory? Because I've done that with virtually everything. <laughs> I could well have, but... In which case, it's impossible for us to find the item. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, it was stolen by bandits back in Drake. Rian, Rian took it. It looked like a particularly valuable <laughs> necklace. <Yeah. laughs> or something. I, I don't remember ever being given anything from the gods. So just just as a thing for people who are watching, players, make notes. Make notes of all the things you get. And when you use them, make sure that you pick them back up as well. I was... But, uh, I mean, I, I, I've written all the other items on the Damn, I thought. I could be wrong. Okay, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna through my notes. The last time I went through my notes, though, I noticed that I had written down that I have advantage on charisma. I'm not sure if I ever used that. So, just, yeah, yeah, let's just say you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's episode <laughs> twenty-two. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably did. Um, there is a so, um, okay. I, know I think I think contacts man and McLear, and also you got given a uh, super cool access to a super cool thing. Uh, which I'm trying to be vague about, um, uh, which you can super cool call for whenever you need to super cool do something super cool. What? I need to rewatch this episode. I remember you're none of this. Your sword, your axe, being able to throw it and stuff. No, that was recently. This the the astral astral sea episode was the last, we did that in person. Yeah, no, that wasn't. No, no, we, no, we didn't. Did no, we didn't in, that in person. In Sorry, uh, uh, Orlando was a guest at the time. It was, was just you. And that yeah. wasn't near the start of the old lockdown, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just myself yeah. and Orla on online. Yes, Orla is screaming at the stream right now, I'm sure. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, is she in chat? That would be very useful. No, she's yeah, not. if Orla was in chat, that'd be great. Uh, or, even if she doesn't know and she is watching, just make something up because Ben doesn't know. Just be really confident. Just say it's definitely... I, okay. Um, dog. I, 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 no, that's, that's a bullshit thing. I was going to say I start turning out my pockets. What do I find? That's, that's bullshit. I don't have it in my sheet, so I don't have it. Um. Uh, well, I'm. Uh, my plan was to ban you anyway. Uh, so. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Send me through. Give me the booze. Send me through. It's faster. <laughs> I, I'm sick of thinking. Send me through. I. Well, we could still try to. Okay. Um. My last idea is, is how. Well, first of all, how quickly can you make a a construct suit for Arlington? Is that going to be a whole thing? Um. I, I, I think that'd be up to the to the DM. Uh, yeah, I. So, I mean, Goat might have, you know, a doodad or trinket or something from the old astral plane. Um, but we always have my banishment plan. And I am all for the mad magic. Sure, I've been waiting for the lightning storm. I feel so smug right now because I obviously keep on my notes beside my notes. I found out what it was. I'm only I'm only begging and hoping that the, the fate and reality of the world we live in, I said it on stream because there's a very particular thing uh, and because I find it hilarious that I told Arlington to do <laughs> to summon the gods. I think um, and I'll post it in our Discord uh, and I'll hide it from Wes. If, no, I won't, I won't post it. Well, actually, we'll see how far we go. If, if, if they get to the astral plane in this episode anyway, I'll, I'll immediately, if it's successful, I'll let you know what it was. <laughs> See, I, I am not. I am not above believing that you very much gave me a very important item, and I just didn't write it down like a dickhead. But it would also be very funny no. if you just didn't tell. It's, <laughs> it's not an item. It's just a phrase. Oh, the one thing players will never write down: DM bullshit. <laughs> what? Um, Delightful. Anyway. Um, sorry, your question was, does Goat have anything from the Astro Plane? Yes. 
You gotta go. I'll go. You go away. You knock into Iggy's room and she's sleeping. She's in a coma. Um, that's not funny. Why am I laughing? Um, but she is uh, fast asleep. Ty's looking after her. Uh, much like we all need right now. Someone's just patting a moist cloth on her forehead because that would be refreshing to live the world you want to be. Um, and you both out a second. Yes, well, yes, uh, John Cook. What could I? What could I help you with? I um I was just wondering if in all of your trinkets and tinkering and stuff you ever came across uh, what plane something is like a plane scanner or if you have anything at all that happens to be from the astral plane. Do I have anything from the astral plane? The plane of the gods, no less. <laughs> well. I don't, but I do know where you might find one. There's such a thing called a cosmic horseshoe. Uh, and for the podcast listeners, holding up a beer called cosmic horseshoe. What are the fucking chances? Uh, <laughs> cosmic horseshoe. And are you aware of the Ohm stones, Huck? I, of course, uh, yeah. I'm aware of Ohm. Well, well, Ogma, the, the god of law, has has sort of... In some of these cosmic horseshoes, uh, he sometimes sort of plays horseshoes with them, with his own ohm stones. So he'll throw a horseshoe at the ohm stone from the astral sea material plane. If, if he gets it, if he hits but if he hits, then you'll find at some ohm stones a, a cosmic horseshoe at its base. I wouldn't that be a massive horseshoe? Aye, but everything's massive to me. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, would you have a... Uh... Astral detector, Anya? Astral detector, astral detector. Hmm. <laughs> Let me see if I actually do have anything. I do. I know I have a beer. I'd like for the audience as well. I know of a beer called Phantas Phantasm Planes, which is again, <laughs> what fucking chances? I think brewers have started to watch the show and fuck with this. That's what I'm thinking. Um, because <laughs> these are new-ish. They got they got but that out pretty called... quick after the last session. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Um, Arlington, I found my notes from, I think, your episode. There's only one thing that I've written down that might be useful, and that's the name of Manaman McClure's priest, which is Lucky Jack. You have to actually say it. No? Oh, sorry, me. Oh, I, I, thought you, I thought you were talking to Ben. Sorry. No. Um, um, Lucky Jack. I mean, yeah, nothing happens. Damn. Um, <laughs> go, go, go into writing that down, you know? The priest of man in the clear. I've, I've the actually found my notes from that session, and I, if it was said, I officially did not write it down. <laughs> I've, I took notes on the fact that we did a puck fada, and we tried to make it into a drinking game. Uh, other things, I clearly did not write that down. But I also didn't write anything down about the shield, so who knows? No worries. It's a... I'll, I'll, I'll let the audience know just if anyone's killing stuff. I really hope I've said it too because it was such a small note on my page. I was just like, just remember to say this thing. Uh, and often at the end of an episode, because it's like in the wrap up, I forget to say everything. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'll go rewatch it after this and and cover my tracks. <laughs> and in the podcast, I'll, I'll superimpose myself in saying it just to really cover my tracks. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, um, sorry, what were you asking, Ghost? Hook? Uh, for a, yeah, an astral scanner. Oh, an astral scanner. Hmm, astral scanner, astral scanner. Well, look, give me give me a day or two and I could try and make it make one for you. A sort of, I, a, like, a, 
divination rods to see if there's something's nearby. I yeah, that that'd be perfect if you could work away I'll on that. Call it phantasm planes. I just to use it. <laughs> I, <laughs> just to use sure. it now, so we don't get yeah. dangerously done I mean, later on. We're, we're we're using divining rods to literally find divinity rods. Phantasm planes. I it's got I am yeah. I right, Randy? Yes. <laughs> Randy is very much trying to keep their relationship professional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so he's, he, he's on that. So that's, more, that's I think sorry, I thought Randy is more trying to figure out if he means like it's a carpenter plane that now just like shoots to war or smoothens things. I don't know. Hmm. The very the very powerful carpenter artifact, the plane of existence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a it's a planar device, but um, mm. yeah, yeah, good work. All I right. mean, I'm 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 more than okay just doing the banishment attempt and see what happens. <laughs> I wild magic, it always works. That's why they. That's why everyone loves it. Um, Ireland is like kind of starts playing with the burnt fur on his back from the last time he was hit with a fireball. <laughs> He's like. All right, let's just do it. Let's just do it before I pussy out. Um, I, I mean, if we can think of any other way, then what did you say? We need to get you mad muddy and then drunk on tequila potion. Um, um, and when I try to say yeah, tequila I'll, I'll potion, go out, I'll go out and come play in the dirt. Uh, I go outside and I want to see if our like most of the, most of the werewolves in this town kind of stay in human form, don't they? They it's only like full moon style stuff. They don't. It's not Twilight rules where they switch and swap whenever they want. Um, um you, you don't know, but you do see one of the guys just kind of trying to get an itch out by just rolling in some mud. I'm looking. I'm looking for a pure dog behavior. Like I want to see if there's any anyone who's already rolling in anything particularly nasty, like a dead fish or anything like that, and just basically ask if I have, if I can have a go of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you give me a name for this person, you sure do find them. What are they called? Oh, we've already used Lagunitas. Um, uh, ooh, this is one of my my old cans from the last session. Voodoo Ranger. I think this guy can be called Voodoo. Voodoo. Uh, hoodoo? Voodoo, as he in do. like the doll. Do what? He do. Oh right! Oh, remind me of the babe. Gotcha. I've never uh, actually so voodoo, seen that. You find Voodoo, uh, who you've met. Uh, he is one of the kind of second or third cousins of the king. Uh, they're all related. It's weird, um, but it's good to keep the pack together. Um, and he's rolling around in not fish, but sort of um, a little. Bit. So like, it's not particularly stinky, but it is very wet. It's like as long as it's gross looking, I think. Yeah, it's it's got that, you know, when mud sometimes has like sort of a more yellowy mud streak through it and you're not sure what that yellowy mud is or why it's there. It has that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go up to him. Um, Voodoo, my, my, my friend, um, can I can I get next on that when you're done with it? It looks looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's rolling his scratching his back and goes, how do you do? <laughs> yeah, get on in here, baby. And Luke is one of the smoother dogs. We go like we go like back to back like we're scratching. It's in the middle. Ooh, this yeah. is repose. Uh, Voodoo gets up and uh, sort of kind of shakes his little butt, and then like from 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 
tip of top of head to bottom of leg just sort of shakes all the mud off and you get a little bit of flashback of voodoo too oh yeah i try like Efficiency. I, I, I get down on my knee and turn my face sideways and close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, and in slow motion, we see Arlington's bugbear hair just scatters like some sort of herbal essences waterfall, mm-hmm. um, but of, of stink. Cool. Well, I mean, while he's doing that, is there any kind of like preparation? Like, um, secure my banishment? I mean, if I've been planning, if I've been planning this ritual for a while, could I like draw a circle, or is there anything that you know? Is something I, I wouldn't normally do. I wouldn't normally do when casting the spell. But Abracadabra! I've drawn a circle. Um, <laughs> um, I'd like to. Yeah, I'd also like to help as much as I can. I'm not. I'm not laughing at the circle suggestion. I'm just laughing because for Wizards of the Coast and everything, often the solution is draw a circle, and I've just realized how dumb that is. But it does make sense. Um, you know, like the probably the finesse side of things that I wouldn't be doing because I'd be casting stuff all the time, but mm. might help anchor the spell you know to succeed yes yeah, yeah you can um you don't even have to roll for it you've been kind of thinking about this planning yeah with the help of tig every once in a while you ask him a couple of questions and he sort of you know carries the one for you mathematically speaking um so you have as much as you're aware and as much to the limitations of the spell have a good sense of what you can and can't do okay grand uh, do i i i need it as a physical component as well so i'm gonna need to follow him and unfortunately i'm going to need to grab some of this uh, gross runoff. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta as much or as little as you want. You can like yeah. wring it out of my fur. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, uh, no, because that might clean you a bit. Aramon might be inclined to like That's that. True, actually. Yeah. Um, I'll go get some of the runoff from the source. Uh, in a in, I was gonna say in a rag, but literally I have magical rags and I don't want to use them. Use <laughs> <laughs> them with good rags. Oh, yeah. you, can, you can just use your hands if yeah, you yeah. want. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can get it on my hands, yeah. I'm yeah. also sure that there's bottles that we have for potions and stuff. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, there's plenty of ways to, to, to scoop up some mud. Okay. The, I mean, I roll a mud handling check, though. I mean, mud's mud's <laughs> real Ah, uh, only a nine. Oh, yeah. You get you some need... of the mud in, but most of it's on your hands. Yeah. Um, of, you need slice of hand, you know. Oh, well, yeah. my slice of hand's actually brilliant, so. Yeah. Uh, the problem was when you went uh, at time, and so mud is you try to grab it, it just really slowly oh, no. but dodged out of the way. It was at that moment that some erosion was happening, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> exactly because erosion has you next time. Soil creep. Um, they should name a beer soil creep. Actually, that'd be a good beer name. That is good. Uh, anyway, you 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 have mud. You have a dirty Arlington. You have a. a Focused reindeer. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> okay. Um, well, then let's go. I mean, yeah. I think everything else will take some time that we probably don't have. Um, if Arlington is willing to have a go of this. Put me in, coach. Put me in. I'm <laughs> dirty and I'm ready for it. All right. We've drawn the circle. Um, <laughs> Important. Candles. Yeah. Is there anything anything you know from your artificer? Any anything you oh, reckon? As soon as Arlington comes into the room and sees the circle you've drawn, he's like, "Why are you drawing a triangle?" <laughs> uh, I mean, one of the notes is just a Venn diagram on the blackboard with like Arlington. Uh, he's well, I suppose he's in the middle of a Venn diagram of Aramon and mm-hmm. Run, right? Yeah, yeah, he really is. Yeah, yeah. But then another circle that's just ca- crossing over Arlington and it just has mud written on it. <laughs> uh, Arlington is the bridge between boys. 
Uh, okay. If you can so... somehow bridge mud and grud, maybe you'll get out of here alive. Yeah. All right. So, are we ready to go? Is there any? Yeah, I've picked the best time of day. I've done all the the stuff. I can go. Yeah, it's it's for time of day. It's still day one. You're still in kind of that. It's should we get a gap to, gap between uh, Iggy going into a coma and you, you know, canonically being in on Agla together cool. collectively. So all safe. If it's day uh, one and Goat is making an astral detector, then uh, we can have the go of this and look. If it goes wrong such that it doesn't work, but doesn't kill you, then we can try other things. If it goes wrong and it kills you, I'm sorry, there's not a lot I can do. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's that's the way the if, magic if it goes wrong, yeah. If it goes wrong and it kills me, put my clothes on one of the werewolves, maybe Iggy won't notice. I, okay, that's... Uh, like when you get in the dog, you just kind of hope the kid impl- imprints immediately on the new <laughs> oh, dog. Arlington's gone to a farm. <laughs> <laughs> As all of the um, werewolves are just like, that's where my cousin went. Osri is the farm. Osri is the farm where they go. Oh, that's nice. That's too wholesome to not make canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Just as a, as a metagame type thing, since, yeah. since Iggy isn't going to find out like the name of Rua until the end of this, we can't mm-hmm. use it. We can't use it when talking to the deities or anything like that. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. Just to just okay. to, to go back to the metagaming thing. Yeah. Pro tip here, Paul. It, it won't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know that. Yeah, it, it'll matter. It'll matter loads. I'm giving him as much okay. tequila. That's, All right. That's, I, it's like, what would my character do? Metagaming. Like, is it, like, <laughs> I don't know that. I'm gonna. Sam okay. all my tequila into him. Um, five hours worth of tequila. <laughs> uh, how does how does the the tequila potion taste? What's it like? Is it just like regular tequila? Uh, I don't. I actually didn't know. I never said. I've never. I haven't drank. I mean, it. well, then, I <laughs> think you. Oh wait, no. I think it does. It say. does say. Yeah. It says it, it tastes like tequila. Oh, it looks like regular tequila. Okay. Um, yeah. I have yeah. something you can wash it down with. I'll get my uh, notes up. I think I specifically it has. Um, you want a lagerita? Taste notes somewhere. I remember. Okay. I feel like I remember it's, seeing vanilla. Oh no, that was on the beer. It's oh, well. ultimately okay. superfluous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, it was just a throwaway question, but cool. And um, I'm gonna like Rose's gonna pretty much stay in control over this because he's kind of psyching himself up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's gonna kind of like line the shots up one by one. He's like, oh, okay, manage me, and he's gonna take the first shot and after. Every shot he can like. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> circle, can the circle I made be made out of salt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to have a and then dip the some of the. Yeah, dip some of the salt. Um, I don't have a lemon, but you know. Yeah. So yeah, Grog goes through all five, but every time he like drinks a shot, he like winces and mets at this very delicate feminine sound, and you realize that maybe Grog's not too good with spirits. He likes his ale. <laughs> Well, he better be. Co- he better be good with spirits. He's about to meet. So. Could have made some desperados. That's very good. Yeah. Huh? Um, nice. We actually never properly had the conversation with which we told you what you should be trying to do. But try to get the gods on side as best as possible. <laughs> talk, talk to the old. Uh, talk to the one that you're the paragon of, and tell them Rue's plan as much as we know of it. Ah, mm, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, you got it. Ooh. <laughs> 
Uh, oh. Lean into the lean into the old tequiling potion. It'll take. <laughs> run his tunnel the along the circle of salt. <laughs> just, just, just as a side note, just you know, just in case you know you get a chance or anything like that, mention, mention Dying Light Ale. I, you know, claps a very muddy and dirty hand on your shoulder. He's like, Randier, I will do my best, but I will probably forget about you the instant I teleport through that circle. <laughs> Uh, You're probably I, I like the idea, actually that the circle of salt was only for the taking of the tequiling and has nothing to do with the magic. <laughs> uh, do we need to roll stats for me then with d4s and shit? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, we're not really the only do very hit points and stuff like that. I don't imagine will come well, up. Yeah, yeah, all... There's all dexterity set, so if it comes up, the yeah, dexterity all, dexterity all my all my physical ones are disadvantage, aren't they? Um, you're at. Yeah, stuff. Mm. Uh, acrobatic stealth perception and okay, so the only yeah, okay, so I'm adding up with a d4 charisma. Yeah, and you roll, yes. you roll that thing is you're the a d4 to your charisma. Uh, yeah, you, you roll that. You roll that. Okay. Um, um, it's your it's your item. Just uh, just one more one more thing there, uh, Arlington. Uh, yeah. and he hands you he hands you one of the, the boxes, the advertisement boxes that he has. Also, <laughs> also use this. Uh, I promise if this is teleported with my soul, I will try and bring it with me, but I'm pretty sure I'll be leaving this behind. Can't blame a, can't blame a, a divorce for I'll, try. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Okay, uh, you got a plus three, so almost the best I could give you. You're plus three that's, to your that's, charisma. That's a plus three to my modifier or my base stat? Your base stat. Okay. Not well, as... it says it says charisma is increased by one d four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, all it says. So yeah, up to that's up my to base stat. Yeah, but right. it sounds like that. That's, yeah, base stat. Okay. That's still good, but not as overpowered as one would hope. Now I've got it. What are we? Twelve. So that's a plus one. Plus one up from a minus one. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, we'll take that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'll do the dexterity because that's a stat. So it's one d twelve plus three. Uh, the D12 is 9, not bad, plus 3, 12. Oh, it's actually, yeah, okay. Plus 2 to a plus 1, I'll take that. Yeah. So, drunk. Um, you're very... That's a net win. I've lost 1 to my decks and gained 2 to my charisma. That's a net win. people. So, yeah. Um, Circle down, because I'm less dexterous. dexterous. <laughs> but I try and brush it off, being like, I meant to do that, because I'm being charismatic now. You're quite long-limbed as a book bear, aren't you? So you're... Sway back. Yeah, yeah. I walk. I walk up from the Mister Man. No, <laughs> he's definitely the worst. I, def- I, de- I definitely tickle my two small compatriots. Like, oh, do, do, do. Oh, do, do. I, I love you. No, no, come here, come here. I yeah. love you. I, uh, <laughs> I pretty mean, but I like you guys. You're little, but I like you. This is great, Arling. But but just stand in the circle and uh, don't worry. I can still reach stay. you. I can still yes, reach you. Stay. <laughs> and remember, it'll be all over in a couple of seconds. Uh, remember, we want the gods to help us not due to an arm wrestling match. That's, you know, uh, uh, or backflipping. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to cast banishment to banish um, the Aramon portion, hoping that the rest will follow, but or or at least that Aramon will have some sway and then be able to come back. Those are the, that's the vague hope. So 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna homebrew that you don't have to roll a charisma saving throw if you. I think it's also somewhere in the rules that if you want a spell to affect you, yes, yeah, you can you can just ignore. Yeah, you can just ignore the thing. It just yeah. so. So you, um, Arlington, disappears. Okay. Uh, Cook, hey, I to roll a d100 because this definitely sets off your wild magic table. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I hope uh, Randy is really close to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Randy is just in this empty giant hall with a, he's just realized a nuclear bomb by himself. Sent all guys. This is just gonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna if. If I see anything that's happening, I will, as an artificer, be incredibly interested in what's going on and will be trying to dissect it. Okay, well, I rolled a 76. 76. Oh, nice. Um, so as you um, send Arlington away, whoop, <laughs> and you feel yourself imbued with the spirit of Lou Lavada, which... Could be a good thing because that's, you know, uh, Lolo Shield was originally, you know, Man and Blue, they were the original champions. Um, and you gain proficiency in every skill for what? one minute. Ah, all right. Well, that's good. Because I only have a, yeah. I have to count a minute. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wait, so Hook or Arlington who got this? Hook. Hook, as part of his wild magic, got imbued with the spirit of Lou nice. Lavada, who is. Um, who was the Irish mythology golden boy? Everything, uh, Lou of the many skills they sometimes call him. He's literally the best at everything. Lou, That's Lou is definitely head boy in the school of Irish mythology. He is the Superman of our gods. Um, but so, you, so now Batman, <laughs> so so now like meta gaming. You should write. You should uh, like do a. Uh, an investigation check or some kind of knowledge check to try figure a load of stuff out. Yes. Yeah, you really should. Okay, I was going to talk to him, but because he's a spirit. But, but before we do that, um, Arlington, you whew, disappear. I hate that I have to do this, but I did give you all the information you needed. Aramon is native to the material plane. Arlington, you are incapacitated finding yourself floating in a harmless demiplane around you is this sort of swirling blackish brownish texture you see these sort of large orbs floating uh, upwards and you're kind of floating with them and you feel your own consciousness sort of fly through these orbs into this swirling almost like creamy milky mixture on this plane you see the galloping of sort of almost frothy horses on a wave and you feel like you are floating in a place where time just needs to wait and you're okay waiting the time it takes for this demiplane to settle in the distance though you see these two sort of black they're sort of these voids and they're looking at you they're almost like eyes and from these eyes you see smoke furling out from them and the toothy maw or grin of something and you realize that these aren't eyes at all these are nostrils sort of exhuming smoke and behind these nostrils these jet black eyes are looking at you and these 
eyes pin you and his mouth opens and this creature says, <laughs> I guess good things come to those who wait. And that is where we will take our break. We will do a quick bio break. Um, as Arlington is it's floating. the alligator who took my hand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Ben. You know that. You've just been listening to part one. And you'll probably hear us again in part two. This is that classic middle of the show announcement part of a podcast. And chances are it's not the first time you've heard this exact pre-recorded take. So <laughs> let's jump right into it. This episode of the Homebrew Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Dakota Irish, purveyors of finely handcrafted dice trays, vaults, and towers. We are huge fans of Dakota Irish on the show and love supporting local creators here in Ireland. That's it from pre-recorded Sober Me. Let's see what Tips Your Me is up to. Hey, hey, and welcome to part two of Homebrew. <laughs> it didn't work, but I thought you were pretty the well. audience's point of view. I, I, wanted, I was back here and I was going to like launch myself towards the camera, but uh, it's, it's... I think it worked. I think, I think we caught most of it. Nice, nice. <laughs> welcome to part two. Uh, before we jump into the action, a couple of reminders. You know this because uh, we're episode 47, but just if you decided to jump in on this one, um, we do have a coffee account. We're over at coffee.com forward slash home request. And if you're enjoying the show and you think, hey, those those cool cats deserve a little bit of my shekels to, to keep them going, um, why not buy us a coffee? And what we do with that, because we only do this every two weeks and we do it in our part time outside of our jobs and stuff like that, we do it for fun uh, as we take that money and we donate it to an organization or charity that we're particularly fond of. And that organization is... Uh, Maasai, the movement of asylum seekers in Ireland. So anything you send to us, we send to them, even including like if like coffee take any sort of cut, I just top that up for my own accounts. So they get the so you're not donating a fiver and they're only getting three, you're they're getting the full five. Um and aside from that, we are a long starting, long standing, long standing partner with Dakota Irish. Dakota Irish make incredible handcrafted dice trays and vaults for your delightful dice, and they also sell dice. And if you go onto their site, dakotairish.com, and use the promo code HUXPUNKS, that's the name of the group, you'll get 10% off your first order. And um, so head over there, check out what they're doing. And place an order and let us know, like, if you if you do get the dice, take a picture of it, tag us in it. If, if you use the code and you bought some stuff, tag us in it and we'll, we'll reshare it out and stuff like that. Actually, spe- I'd, like to spe- I'd like to specifically put a call out for anyone if they end up buying the new uh, Spell Tome dice tray things oh, that they're, they're putting so out. Good. Yeah, they're not, I don't think they're officially on the store yet, but if you follow uh, Dakota Irish on social, Luke puts out these videos of uh, prototype versions, I believe. Basically look like Spell Tomes and you open them up and it's got, like, space for your dice and cards and stuff. They look brilliant and i might have to get one or two this is how much luke is a nerd luke makes dice trays and he also um without naming any competitors uh he realized a problem one of the big competitors is that the the actual height of the tray is too small so your dice often jump out of it so if you're watching big shows and they're using this dice and they go it's caught that happens too often that's because they're using this big name uh, and not using to go to irish uh, but these spell books 
he can fit, you can fit into his dice tray. So he was, he was like, it's all of one. You can put your tower and your spell book and your dice tray together in one package because he is a carpentry nerd. Talking about mm-hmm. someone who needs to have like a plane of reality as one of his items. Uh, Luke, Luke from the God Irish has that in his workshop. We're almost certain because he can bend reality to his will. He's anyway. he's a very good artificer. Yeah. Incredibly good. Um. Uh, I was. I'm going to be probably pre-ordering uh, one of the spell books. So uh, yeah. when it arrives, I can tell you. Dude, yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to get one anyway, but I'd like to see it. Not as in like oh, I need proof of purchase. It's more like, ooh, I want to see it. I want to touch it. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Good, this is a good point. We like Dakota so much. We actually buy the stuff. Like we don't. Mm-hmm. There's no swag coming our way. The, the the discount is for you, the audience. It doesn't. It doesn't kick back to us. Um, so we like and we buy the stuff. So the case in point, Wes and Paul both saying, yeah. I'm going to pick one up. That's how much we believe in this stuff. Yeah, 100%. Should we kill oh, Arlington? Or the nerds? Um, <laughs> I mean, if you want. If you want to kill Should Arlington, we? but that'll be you, Ken. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see what's about to eat people. Yeah. yeah this, <laughs> is, this is a DM's choice of killing a character, not ours. <laughs> well, I wasn't the you one who banished him. Uh... Speculations as to what's happening during the break, and I'm like, that's funny, but also could be true. <laughs> we're, but we're not the ones who are putting him into a weird void dimension with an evil creature. We don't know that's what's evil. True, true. You don't know. Could be, <laughs> could be a friendly creature. Um, put aside your your reality mind and and put on your imagination hat as we dive back into the game. <laughs> Live and we're good. We're getting a little bit of buffering over on the on one side. I think we're good. I think we're fine. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just checking that. So sorry, yeah. Arcana? Arcana. So I'm at plus four to Arcana in general. Um, do you want me to... It's, I add an extra plus three? Uh, an extra plus four. So plus eight. Nice. Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Natural one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're not... Like, you know he's in the astral plane, baby. Couldn't have done better. It works. Good about this. I am great. Um, yeah, that kind of steps on the toes of figuring out why it went wrong or anything, any way of doing it better. Um, yeah, I am incredibly is... pleased. I guess I'll focus on any kind of racking my brain for an idea of Rua. Uh, you know what? Where we think, where I might think um, of the cauldron or something else is. Um, yeah. Rack my brain for histories. Now that I have some proficiency, like, Try to see if I can. There was a cauldron. There was a spear. Was there was other stuff? It was a word? Yeah, you don't need to. You didn't, no, didn't, don't need to roll for that. There was a. There was Dagda's cauldron. Yeah. There was Lou Lou's spear. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Cleave Solace, the sword of light, and then Leah Fall, the stone of destiny. Stone um, of destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have, you know, we have an idea where the stone of destiny is. Is that where Arlington hit his head? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, um, funny enough, as you as you go kind of thinking about this, um, you remember that when you had left Drit, when uh, Lanfalon and Abbey de Beauclair and the Fresh Prince of Kildare and Rian had all sailed off, they were going to sail to find the four treasures. Your job was just to find out where the ceremony was going to. Because I don't think anyone would mind me saying this. At the time, you were sort of a less accomplished adventuring party. You've <laughs> since gotten your act together quite a lot. So, <laughs> All right, um, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, um, cool. So, I mean, well, then I'm focused on the ceremony. I guess I think more about how likely the central point of what are all the roads spinning about 
which is our best guess for a ceremony. I guess I'll try to uh, confirm if that's right or wrong, you know. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Maybe, maybe insight or investigation? That's, or like, yeah, that's probably insight or investigation. Insight or investigation. Right, well, they're both the same. Yeah, so let's go with okay, insight. Cool. Insight's more fun than investigation. Um, more magical. Uh, yeah, let's give it a go. Oh, well, it's better than a one. So it's plus four. Um, uh, plus four, plus whatever you have. Yeah, which is zero. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, you're, you're fairly confident that this central spot is where it's going to go down. In fact, even looking at the map, you understand that there's a certain level of symmetric, uh, you know, symmetric design at play. Yeah. And if you were to sort of fold this map over and stamp it on the other end, that would be in the sea. So it can't be there. Okay. Um, if you folded it across the other way, it could be over near where you're actually from. Your 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 um sorry, her brother where Hook thought he was from originally, yeah. over near Fia, um, on the eastern side of the Bad Glen. But it doesn't make sense that a lot of the activity has been happening west of the Baglen, if it's going to happen east of the Baglen. You actually don't know, as a party, you guys have never gone east. Yeah. Um, so you've always gone east. Go, go west. <laughs> um, You're fairly confident that that's where the air is free. Okay. Well, what other things can I think about? Um, uh, what other areas of knowledge can I actually work upon within the minute I have to think? The, we're I wonder what percentage of our viewers are going to get the ad. Uh, was it Ambrosia? Was that the ad? Yeah, yeah, but it's also yeah. Pet Shop Boys. It's, it's also a song. Um, yeah, but that, I, that's, yeah, okay, just me then. Who with are, the yeah. is the Who Ambrosia. Are, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, so. I do remember the Ambrosia ad very well, but... Yeah, I remember is, that much more than the Pet Shop Boys song, now that I think about it, which it is... It is really a more great. famous song in, in its own right. <laughs> yeah, I, once you said it, I was like, yeah, no, it's a Pet Shop Boys song first. I just, I know it from an ad. Never mind. I'm almost <laughs> certain the Pet Shop Boys covered the Ambrosia ad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ambrosia have whipped out some great... I have had an idea. Um, okay. I am going to try to use proficiency with my memory in any way, shape, or form to find out how many days it's been. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good Make idea. a like history check, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would like to use my new magical enhancements to figure out if my character can understand how the world works. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to boost my memory. Uh, what else? I mean, what what would be better? Uh, History is the best. Mm. Survival. Uh, no, well, yeah. Sir, well, if you if you have a better survival, that's like I I would count that as just an an innate. You won't get an exact day, but you'll get a good sense. Like it's been X time since I last you know pooped. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. See, I, my survival mind went straight to well. But I don't think that. Like, no. I think survival. If you need to survive, you need to remember how. Like, oh shit, it's been seven days since I pooped. That's not good. I might not survive. Let's go for good information while I've got this, and I'll try a history roll. So I'm at plus four. That's not bad. So, come on, actually good roll. Ah, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh. Hard to tell with yeah. all the face stuff going on. Hey. Um, it's been quite difficult to track. Yeah, that's that's my. Um... No, yeah, I couldn't. Oh, yeah, I can't save that. Look, um, I, I wanted to say that you think it's been three months, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh... it feels like three months. 
Yeah, but but Chad are helping you out here. You got a natural one. Oh yeah, I got a natural one oh, twice Barry. now. I got natural. Yeah, you've been saved by yeah. Barry in chat. Yeah, oh, yeah Barry saved you here. See, I'm not I'm, for the last one, but for this one, he's caught it in time. Give it an over roll. Yep, you're dead right, Barry. All right. Well, then we're looking at 16. 16, nice. And Barry, there is a Don't Be That Gygax award coming to you soon. We've never had any issues with like, you know, oh shit, one of us has a plus two sword and we're destroying everyone. Or, oh, I let you use this spell when I shouldn't have. Halfling re-rolling ones is the most overpowered shit in this entire game. Well, I'm, not, so I'm not a halfling good. anymore. I'm not using the halfling ability. So but you've got the you've it's got the Guka ability. I know, I know. I'm just I'm pointing yeah. that out. It's I, so it's powerful. Guka ability now. I can't believe where were you? Where were you last time, Barry? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. Barry's fault. Yeah. Um, what was what did I fail before? Because it was bad. Uh, oh yeah, figuring out whether or not it went well. Yeah, no, it went well. It went well. Uh, Barry's 16. more consistent in chat than our full cast. Don't try and blame Barry for this. <laughs> <laughs> Barry solved the planar puzzle like immediately in, in yeah. chat. If you're not watching this live, chat have like are so good at D and D. Yeah. Is it Barry's? Case, fairness, you know, you know how in like uh, you know, was Sex in the City the way New York is a character. Barry's a character in this fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> or a player at the table even. I give you with a 16. I'll, I'll tell you what I can give you with a 16. I can tell you when a certain event was. Um, you know that you were five days in when you were hung over and you went to a rock concert with um, the sister of Twisted Nuts. Oh, God, okay. what was her name? Hibiscus. When you went with, to a rock concert with Hibiscus, that was day five. That was day five. Okay, well then we might be on like day seven or something. Because that was like, we went to the gaff, had a huge fight, had a rest, and then got into this portal. And then you took a seven-day montage. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. That's, that's a yeah. fair point. But I mean... That's, like, a pretty good, that's a pretty good estimation of where you are. If so, day five is... And a couple of days equals start a montage, you're, you're, you're in the right ballpark there. Yeah, so... I was going with maybe a week at best, and then Arlington's three weeks catches us to the end. Um, so, like, yeah, that's all right. A week, great. Final. Arlington storming of Area Fifty One will bring us right to the. <laughs> to the Honestly, end. even if even if Arlington dies and he doesn't come back, I, at least I got some useful information out of it. Um, yes, <laughs> worthwhile. You have you have one more row. I'll let you think about it as we cut back to the uh, harmless demi plane. Uh, known as uh, well, we don't really have a name for it. Um, Arlington, you were floating in this plane of existence. This creature is rapidly. I've just, I've just gotten where you're going with this plane of existence. I'm in a pint of plane, aren't I? <laughs> well, it is a pint of plane, of course. Yeah, uh, it's your only man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Great. This is good. <laughs> you are in some old lad's pint glass and some snug in the west of Ireland, mm-hmm. um, floating around in the settling Guinness. Um, this creature is flying towards you, and you see as it opens its mouth, almost like the 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 spark of a flint set off as it breathes fire in your direction as soon as i see its mouth open i'm hooking my axe down its throat like i'm trying to throw it down its throat you are incapacitated oh i can't move at all okay 
I think so. Either way, the flames lick over you and nothing happens. You are in a harmless demiplane. And so the creature stops and goes, Oh, well, that's disappointing. Because you're covered in what I call delicious dragon's fuel. And for the podcast audience, I'm holding up a can that says dragon's fuel on it. Mm, that tasty substance when you're plane shifting around the realms and we just love it so much. Am I still covered in the mud and the all the gunk that I was in before? Hard to tell in this okay. murky, browny, like, Guinness. Okay. <laughs> you know. Kind of hard and to you can, you that's a good point about incapacitated. It says you can't take actions or reactions. Movement, I think, in real, real strict D&D is a movement action. So you can't move. But I would say you could talk. I mean, you're, it's effectively, it's D&D stunned. So I would imagine, yeah, yeah it does, there's a reason monks are crazy powerful when they can they can do the most of the stunning strike or whatever. I don't think I can move. I think it's more narratively fun if I can't move. Nice. I'm brain dead. I'm brain dead. Um, in which case, Guinness, uh, you don't know his name, but we all know who this is. Uh, <laughs> should we give um, Should we give the context to who Guinness is? <laughs> have we not on stream before? Is I this, don't know if we ever have. information? So before oh, wow. our very first, our very show, we didn't film. We did as like a tester in my old gaff in fucking Wrath Mines. Mm-hmm. We made jokes about like NBCs being named after beers, or whatever, and then we made jokes like Guinness was this big, powerful dragon that would be the end game boss that would just kill us all. Yeah. And then Ben started describing this giant thing with black leathery wings and a white head. And then Keelan during the break was like, "Oh yeah, it's Guinness." I was like, "Fuck me, the two year long con Guinness is going to kill me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was actually Arthur McGuinness or Guinness as well. Oh yeah. yeah yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's why um, that's why I chose Arlington's last name as McGuinness because I was like we'll never actually fight that dragon but I still want Guinness to be a part of my character. If if we haven't if we haven't mentioned this on chat before or on on in the stream in general if not part of the lore then I am so sorry I was almost certain it's come up before as that Guinness is we this, could have this been dragon. It's not, it's not been part of like world building but I think out of character we've probably re- we've probably referenced it. It's, it's, but, yes. you know, that's also presuming everyone's watched all. Like what are we? Forty-seven episodes in. It's also sad that you missed Arthur Pendragon. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Arthur oh, well. Guinness Pendragon. Oh well. That's a full name now. It's kind of now. Um. <laughs> Arthur Pendragon Guinness. Yeah, because everyone's name is John Human. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, you're Arthur resistant? Guinness Pendragon. Um. Guinness turns to you. He goes, well, that's disappointing. Not to worry. There's been dragon fuel leaking from your plane for some time now. I can't wait till I'm free. And at that point, whoop, you reappear in the classroom in the kingdom of Osiris. Do I sense Eremon? Yeah, Eremon's Eremon's still with you. Uh, okay, so, um, how long was I gone? I, uh, uh, about a minute, you know. Um, well, to be precise, 117.5 seconds. That is important. Okay. Um, That's how long it takes for a point of Guinness to set. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, uh, didn't, didn't quite make it to the ast- astral plane. 
I but um, I, I checked. I thought I was sure it went it went right. I was positive. It might have been sidetracked. Definitely, definitely went somewhere. Definitely went somewhere. Went to a dark place. All liquids. A giant um, creature. I don't know. It had wings. It was I'm, I mean, so I'm fa- huge. Uh, I'm fairly certain I did it right on my end, so you must have done it wrong yourself. Um. Well, <laughs> I can't, I've never done it before, so I could have done it wrong. Look, the important thing is, whatever it was, knew who I was and said it's been feeding off something from our realm. So I, I, Or plane. I don't know. It seemed something scary is getting juice from us. I said yes. I was I was leaking so our realm was leaking it. I well that's a new problem. Well maybe, yeah, I know. maybe our realm's maybe it's to do with Rua. Maybe she part of her plan is covering this realm in juice. Gin gin and juice to get yes. us, you know to get everyone ready for the jam. Whoa, 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 whoa. So let me get this straight. Did you try to sell the dragon dying light ale? Um, when when Rander says this word, it just kind of goes. <laughs> you don't know what it means. When he's uh, me, the player, what word? Uh, dragon. Yeah. Okay. You, you've never heard of the idea that an Arakokra and a dragonborn would somehow be able to met. It's it's wild. It would just you so, dragons. No. So when Rander says the word dragon, do I just not recognize the word, or does it feel like? Does it feel otherworldly when he says the word? Um, Rander, you don't even know where you pick that word up from. In fact, your mind splinters into the millions of Randers that exist in millions of D&D campaigns. (laughs) And and one of them knows this word, but not this Randir. Um, So it's almost like, you know when someone introduces themselves and they say their name and you think so much, I'm going to remember the same, I'm going to remember the same, I'm going to remember the same, and then you don't remember their name. That's how much all of you were focusing on this word, and you cannot remember what it was. Yeah. That's fair. Um, um, this, could, this could be like season two bad, main bad guy. <laughs> yes, yeah, like bitches, Rue isn't the big bad. <laughs> <laughs> this campaign ain't over until I say it's over. Um, uh, do I... Okay, so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to piece together how I see this creature. Do I see it as like, I just don't recognize what this is, or is it kind of like... I should know what that is. Does it feel like I? No, no, yeah. It, it, I we're just not fully don't recognize sort it. Of, yeah, to, to pull a uh, to pull a reference to the very popular D D podcast, Adventure Time, mitched here. Uh, it's That's just kind of what just I was never seen this before. My mind it's went just, straight to Voidfish, and I was like, "Is someone pulling my memories?" Okay, cool. No, no, you're not being Voidfish. It's just that no, like dragons, like. It's not even like seeing a unicorn and knowing what a unicorn is. It's like seeing something that you just have no concept of. How does that exist? Even though you've seen like manticores and shit like that, you're just like, well, what? okay. So yeah. I, for for sake of just saving time and explanations and stuff, are we saying that as far as like as one would presume in this world? They don't. They they don't exist at all. They don't exist. Although, for the sake of uh, brevity, for the rest of the podcast, he did refer to what you were using as dragons' fuel. So that's, that's kind of that's what I was dragons, kind of zeroing yeah. in on because he he definitely said dragons' fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he 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 knew the okay. word is dragon. So so you guys know the so, word. Is so as far as this too. as far as this world is concerned, like they've never heard of a dragon before. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Uh, so are we just kind of retconning that Randir said the word dragon, or did something otherworldly change what he said? Um, well, 
Let's keep in the fact that his mind splintered into a million randers for one moment in time. But at the same time, maybe you'd mentioned that he said he was after the single dragon's fuel. And, and we put together this idea that, that that's what you'll refer okay, to. Okay, so these we've, creatures we've never, as. but we've never, this is the first time I've heard the word dragon. So that's why I'm, okay, cool. Yeah. Grant, I just want to know what to, if I if I should be like, oh, my brain and my ears are melting. No, 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 no. I was I was just playing to the fact that like for a D and D podcast, we'd never had dragons, and and mm. I had a kind of rule of like, don't introduce any dragons, like no dungeons, no dragons. We did like, we did one dungeon at the start, I think. <laughs> it was a ruin. Um. <laughs> that's fair, actually. Yeah, we didn't really have any. Well, there was a gate. Anyway, that's beside the point. There was no chains on the walls. I specifically remember no chains on the walls. Um, it it was this enormous creature, impossibly huge, covered covered in leather. I think. Uh, would would you have described it as a harmless demiplane? The well, I don't know. It was sort of like you know when you're in a dream and you're trying to run and your legs don't move and you just have to like go sleep paralysis. Have you ever had this? It's absolutely awful. But he could okay. abs- he could very much move. It was it felt like it was his realm I was intruding on. But did he harm you? He certainly tried to, but no, he he didn't. Right, so it was a harmless demiplane. That means it didn't work. And now I think about it, I'm not sure if I heard the telltale pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the big thing. You were waiting for this. Yeah, I realised it only works if you hear a pop. <laughs> but we need to we need to abandon this plan to deal with Rue and, and deal with this creature. We need to completely... Um, 180 this whole process. I think it means that we need to have another go because we need the gods even more now. Worst case scenario, you banish Arlington again and, and Guinness just gives more exposition. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's either a harmless demiplane or not. Um, you know, it's probably we, grand. We may learn more by accident. <laughs> um, I, is there, okay, well, look, you said I had um, one more roll on the other thing. That would yes, be yeah, let me know what that is. Came back. Um, I don't know what it would be. I asked chat. Let's see if any of them had any ideas. Um, Definitely a lot of theories, but no no ideas. Yeah, yeah. see, my, my thing would be, could you roll an investigation check in case in case Arlington ever mentions this this adventure into the... Uh, yeah, if he actually... Cause like, cause, cause, yeah, because that's the thing, is Randir cannot in any way help you here. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, could try to, I could try to remember if Arlington has mentioned... The thing he doesn't remember himself. Let's go. Let's go with that for a hail mary roll. Yes. Yeah. And I also like for for DMs listening out there, for other players and stuff. I hate that for this particular thing. It's like role based memory because your character would remember. Like I, I know all that kind of stuff. But for the for the purpose of like if Arlington just remembers, then the whole banishment thing with Hook's plan, I would have been taking agency away from Hook and just handing it as the. Pl- plot to Arlington so I, I you know in this one instance it's like remember the notes you took no, I mean, but as, normally I'd be like I'll just give it to you as, as a DM I do this I do similar things because like it's it is your character can be overwhelmed by the events that they're in but they may oh, forget yeah. details so I yeah, use bro yeah, and, like, and none of you were there so it makes sense that if Arlington doesn't remember no one remember no one was there so yeah. we just need to hope we meet Quail <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm, and I also, I don't, I don't, I'm not upset by this at all. This is my, if if it was said in the stream, it's my fault for not writing it down. I'm completely at peace with that. Like, well, I'm going to try to roll on the idea that you maybe said it. Wait, is someone? <laughs> where is Quail? Uh, who is Quail? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I. How did you know about Quail? Um, 
<laughs> sure, she's off somewhere. Um, I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> right, well, um, I will give it a go and see if I can remember while I have all this extra proficiency. Uh, if the the minute detail, because I'm sure I asked Arlington about what the astral plane was like, and mm. if I accidentally bamfed them there. Um, I will also give you my flash of genius, which is a plus four. Oh. Can we change that to flask of genius just for this show? Yeah, but I, I see. Now you're kind of handing over like a. I already have <laughs> experimental elixirs for that. Yeah. It's just you're such a brewmaster artificer that I wonder if there's that's that's perfectly fine. Yeah, take yeah. a shot. Also, flash of genius just sounds like you've whipped out your dick to inspire him, and I kind of prefer flask. <laughs> See, yeah, didn't didn't come to Wanna mind buy a watch? in any kind of way. <laughs> I guess flask of genius. Yeah, take a shot of of my weird magic brew. Okay, well now I'm gonna have to do two things. One to see if it tastes nice at all. Uh, just roll. Yeah, it does. It does. It's fine. Simple 50-50. <laughs> you got, I got an 11. If I was over 10, I was going to say I taste, it tasted fine. <laughs> yeah, because the only reason is that it's like a, a uh, it's a 30 feet, like a 30 feet, uh, which goes um, view, so. Okay, so. You, this, well, let's say for the purpose of, uh, for flavor of this, what happens uh, when, when Randir, um gives a flash of genius is that a phantasmal uh, bar counter appears between <laughs> slide a drink that's that's great flavor yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay all right cool i like that you give me a drink it slides down the bar i grab it i chug it back and see if it, that triggers my memory and i roll that's another plus four is it yeah if it doesn't yeah. just you can just <laughs> bat your hand on the bar and say another finally all right um what did you say it was like history or something? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, that makes sense. I, I honestly zero. can't remember. It's plus zero, so I rolled an eighteen. Reliable plus, narrator. Plus, do, 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 do. plus four is twenty-six. Twenty-six, and this was for sorry, I was answering that about uh, <laughs> all went, um, which was back to for everyone else. Uh, I, I'm almost certain I gave Orla as the player the choice where to reappear, and, and I think she chose to go back to uh, Fresh Prince. Uh, oh, yeah. I think she's on the ship with everyone. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if she went off with Rian or not. I felt like that was a thing, but yeah, Fresh yeah. Prince sounds right. I think, I, if well, I remember correctly. I'm um, sorry, you were you were rolling really good roll for what information do you want from my notes? <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to know what Arlington had to say. See if I can remember. He oh, yes. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Had said it to me. I would have questioned him about what the astral plane was like. And, uh, you know, maybe he mentioned it. 26, yes. is, 26 was in the ballpark to ask for a Hail Mary information. I can't, I can't believe I got it. Should, Paul. There, is there still a diamond or device from the astral plane in which we could use as a core? Yes. You you remember, uh, Keelan, this... Sorry, not even Keelan. <laughs> Hook. Hook. Um, Hook. 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 Um, the... It comes to you because I actually think as a DM... You guys said to me at one point, um, did Arlington fill us in on that weird bamfing thing? And I said, yeah, 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 he did, but let's just not worry about it. Any, anything he happened to you, happened to you. I think we just sort of brushed over it. Yeah. And you, you remember in an instant, but before you vocalize it, you hear a dum, 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 booming knock on the doors of the front of the kingdom of Ossery. 
and like it, it it's and you hear like uh, this horn go, and in fact it sounds less like a horn and more like a, a wolf going how <laughs> uh, because they've designed their horns to do that um and bells start ringing and you hear shouts around the castle being like to the gates to the gates to the gates um but you know next time we come back to the game you know what it is but urgently it seems yeah. like something's kicking off here uh, I guess uh, uh, all I, of I, you hear this. Sorry, all of you. Yes, yeah. I thought you ran towards a cliffhanger, so I was I wasn't expecting to say anything. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. no, I'm just building towards more oh, action. I, and, I, I, uh, I run to the door that was banged on and open it. Uh, so you run into. Uh, you're kind of in the east wing. You run towards the central banquet hall. As we sort of described last time, it's it's a bit of a Skyrim banquet hall. If you picture like the halls of we're Winterfell. In, we're in Lightroom, baby. Yeah. If you picture the halls of Winterfell mixed with uh, Walder Frey's like balcony based um, thing, it's like big front door, which you came into to meet the king. Steps going up into a hallway of which his throne is at the end. And, and steps and stairways either side into like a balcony sort of audience chamber. You know this is where, because you've been here a couple of days, this is where the king entertains the court and people have problems that come here and he does like a once a week sort of address to the kingdom. Uh, and as you make your way into this hallway, you hear this um, high-pitched smash. <laughs> And something smashes through the ornate windows above the door itself. It hits the floor um, just before the stairwell and rolls with a sickening squelch. And you see that it is the head of a wolf. And it is lifeless. And at this, all the courtiers around you and the king himself let out this painful howl transforming around you using the magic of his the rising moon which one of them casts uh, in the hallway to transform into their Maktira form their wolf form and we, we see sorry just real, real real quick before you get it because you're about to launch something do we recognize the wolf head does it do we recognize it as like one of the citizens of osri with the but with the panic in the courtroom, it's hard to tell. And you also, you've never seen any of them in wolf form before. Okay. So you don't know if this is one of them. Uh, um, I, I would have. Oh, you would have? Yeah. Um, oh, shoot. Oh, man. Hmm? Now I have to pick one. And the only <laughs> one I have is Voodoo. Or the just, yeah, you have to retroactively kill. Like, well, I mean, you can, you can say he doesn't recognize him. Oh, maybe it's Fredo Fox. It's Fredo Fox. Oh, Fredo Fox. I didn't. I didn't want um, Fredo Fox to die. Look at him. Look yeah, sorry. Keelan has a can that says Fredo Fox I, on it. And... I feel like if in like a, if in like a, a a society of wolves, your nickname is the Fox. No one really thinks favorably of you. It's like a. It's like Wolf Light. That's just <laughs> yeah, not killing Voodoo because it's like we only got introduced to Fredo Fox, but they're mad at him. Um, phew. Oh God. The harrowing nature of having to kill an NPC. I just don't like doing it. They're safe. They got plot armor. Fred <laughs> Fox, kill him. You gotta guy. save. The, you gotta kill the NPCs. Is how you you make someone like him and then you kill him. I he know. Has a, he has uh, a bandage on his head. He's already actually injured. It's kind of perfect. I don't know how. Well, I'll tell you what. Voodoo goes. My brother. So there's emotional <laughs> attachments to Fredo from Voodoo. Wait, so hang on. So were you were you already far too attached to Voodoo because he was a throwaway? 
he was uh, rolling the muck hell of a guy. Okay. Voodoo, I mean, I Voodoo had a Voodoo had a line in this in this show. Voodoo has a wife and kids. Yeah. He has a family and a brother who's died. Fredo Fox. Oh no, you're making Fredo Fox's brother. Yeah, Fredo Fox died, but at least his death has been remembered. That's yes. You know. Okay. So, Gilan, will so, you will you give the camera a hand as I uh, as I quickly yeah, for, I for, yeah, yeah there you go. Um. So, Fredo Fox, everyone's favorite werewolf, um, is rolled headless on the floor in front of you, and we see Huxpunks in the banquet hall of the Kingdom of Osri. They're surrounded by snarling werewolves circling the party with blood dripping from their fangs. And the banquet doors, before you get to the Marlington, burst open. And we see a band of Fina warriors brandishing torches and silver blades. And at a glance, you see about 18 in total. The leader steps forward. You know that there are about 12 werewolves, plus yourselves. And this leader says... As protectors of the realm, it is our duty to put an end to this monstrosity. We've been hunting a vigilante. At first we thought a half-orc. Then we thought, no, something furrier. From Inish Bay to Drake to Sleeve Gem, causing mayhem. And little did we know that this vigilante would lead us to your kingdom. An affront to the natural order of Hibernia. And by the power of Dian Ket, the god of peace, we compel you all to stand down. And at that, they all pull forth their swords. And any of them who don't have swords, they take arrows from their quiver and load their bows. And that is where we will end tonight's episode of Homebrew. Oh, just want to say that Randy is going to go nuclear on these guys. Yeah. Oh, and they're feeing it too. How yeah, delightfully how, devilish. How's it going to be in quite a, the position? Been a werewolf traveling around to the same towns we've been going to, guys. That's crazy. They've been hunting <laughs> werewolves. <laughs> he thinks that man is me. He knew where the medic was. I think Arlington's definitely looking, looking around me like, ooh, shit's getting <laughs> real. Someone is fucked. <laughs> Who are they trying to get? <laughs> he's beside, and he's be beside a wanted poster of himself on the wall. <laughs> um, we'll be back in in about two weeks. I say about. It will be exactly. Always two exactly weeks. two weeks, baby. Always exactly two weeks. We like just we play it cool on the show. Um, I'm I'm probably too tipsy to close it up. So before I do, um, some speaking of forgetting to close out the show, Paul Thursday. Every week, what are you up to? Oh yeah, um, um, uh, so uh, I'm also part of a show called Hear Us Out on YouTube, um, which it is a entertainment uh, commentary um, kind of show. We talk about movies and and TV shows, the industry, streaming, uh, the streaming wars, essentially. And um, this week we're talking about um, straight to streaming movies and how does that make you feel as in are do they feel like lesser of a movie than uh which is ones that are released in cinema so that's what we're going to be talking about cinemas didn't like with black widow yeah yeah like that's the thing you know um because i also know that uh infinity a mark Wahlberg film came out in uh on streaming and a lot of people are saying that it's it doesn't feel like a big hollywood film I don't answer this now. I'm sure you'll answer on stream. But one of the big questions I have is how the how the Academy, obviously the Oscar givers, they sort of set like a weird barrier of like what is film. 
in yeah. a really elitist way. So um, if you're if you have questions like that, if you have curiosities like that, uh, check it here us out on Thursdays. They're every Thursday. Um, so you can you can tune in if you're part of the discord. We 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 um, we usually hype it up there, too. So you'll get a reminder if you're part of the Humber discord. Um, I think that's it. We'll have, as far as I know, we'll have Lucy back. Uh, although she's in a coma, what have I done? Uh, gonna, oh, no. She's going to wake up in the middle of a battle. Yeah, let's have her wake up. That's a good place to do it. Way to do it. Thanks, Paul. Um, right. We will be back in two weeks. Um, Until actually, then. Ben, since, oh, since, I've sorry, got yeah. the button, since I've got the button, do you want me to. Oh, send can you do it? Yeah. 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 Okay. So before we go, uh, like this video on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel, find us on podcast platforms, subscribe to those, download them, send them to friends, uh, recommend us. It really, really helps. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you for joining in chat. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. We'll see you in two weeks time. Goodbye. You've been listening to Homebrew Quest. Thank you very much. I won't take up any more of your time. Goodbye.